Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Three thirty-four. Jeff Cass, News Radio WRBA. It is a Thursday afternoon, and we are all still reeling from those horrible, horrible educational numbers that came out the other day. I mean, this this is appalling, absolutely appalling. What are we going to do about it? Governor Yunkin's had some plans. Of course, Governor Yunkin uh, called in the other day. I'm very happy to have him here. I'm always happy to have the governor here, the lieutenant governor, our attorney general. They're all, my opinion, uh, great people. Love the fact that each of them, on a personal basis, has been very, very friendly towards this program. So, happy to have him here. But what happens and what's got to happen in uh, in the Senate? What has to happen in the House of Delegates? How are we going to address this? Uh, State Senator Siobhan Donovan also joined us the other day with some insight. And I wanted to I wanted to get some insight from over on the House side. And my friend John McGuire, as you know, is a member of the House of Delegates, also has uh, tossed his hat into the ring for this new state Senate seat that uh, will include my home. And that's why I was the first person to uh, to get a John McGuire for state Senate campaign, which uh, is proudly displayed outside my house. But that's not the reason he's here. I want to talk about this other stuff. John, good afternoon. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me today. I tell you what, we need to get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's been a, a crazy roller coaster ride the last couple of years. It sure has. And these numbers, John, when you look at them, uh, the roots are in the Terry McAuliffe administration. They carry through into Ralph Northam. And even though everybody's trying to blame COVID, 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 the reality is these terrible numbers have the imprint of McAuliffe, Northam, and a whole slew of Virginia Democrats. Well, you know, we had the largest fourth grade literacy decline since uh, in the nation since 1994. Yeah. And it's really these policies. I mean, these policies are causing problems all over the place, not just law enforcement with safety, the economy, and education. I think we'd all agree our children are number one. And this equity, inclusion, this transgender stuff, this stuff they're teaching in the school, they need to get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. And if you remember during Governor Yunkin's uh, race, he talked about empowering parents. And you remember McCullough actually said the quiet truth is that they really believe that parents should have no say in how their children are educated. And look at how it's working with the Democrats. They believe that uh, advanced diplomas were racist, advanced math was uh, racist. And what they were really saying is they want uh, Virginia students less competitive with 49 other states. And so we are we're going to be working hard in the General Assembly this year to uh, to hold, you know, to increase or make it more challenging and and hold the kids to, to the standards they need. To, have, to be competitive in the in the workforce. 
Yeah, you know, when we drop uh, standards and, and the, the excuse is, oh, it's racist somehow, I think how insulting is that to say to a student, uh, perhaps a young black student, oh, we don't expect anything from you. Well, the, the hell with that. I expect the world from you and I expect the world from, from that other kid over there and the other kid over there. And I don't care what color your skin is. Here's the advanced program. And by God, we're going to work with you. You're going to achieve that. I mean, that that's what America's about. Yeah, it's about competition. It's a, you know, merit, a meritocracy. Yeah. You know, and we get and a good friend of mine who has been a great mentor and advisor on education. Uh, she told me that you get scores up by raising the expectations. And one of her suggestions is that we ought to require summer reading because they say that these children right now from the pandemic, uh, we, don't, we, we still really don't know how far behind they are. And I heard some statistic that they may be more likely to be uh, go to jail or be less successful. So we got to get these kids caught back up. We absolutely do. And give us an idea, John, uh, what's going to happen on the legislative side? Obviously, Governor Yunkin ha- has said a lot. He's got ideas here. I'm sure there's some sort of legislation. What are you hearing uh, over in the House of Delegates about how we address this? Well, first of all, it's just really fun working with Governor Glenn Yunkin. I mean, he's got a great mind of curiosity and he doesn't want to just get by he wants virginia to be the best in class in every category he has lots of energy and secretary gadera uh secretary of education she is very involved um and you know one thing you've heard us say in the general assembly in the house of delegates for years is not every child is meant to go to college and uh, what we our job is and well educators jobs is to prepare our young people for life so that they can be productive members of society so one of the things is career and technical education. We're investing money into career and technical education and to help uh, children get a job. You know, one of the bills that I'm going to be putting in is to have a CTE, Career Technical Education Day, uh, every year. It'll probably be the uh, fourth Wednesday of April every year, and we have like a sign-in day. And I got that idea from Henrico County uh uh, Mac Baton is the uh, director of CTE for Henrico County. Mm-hmm. He was actually one of my teachers when I was in high school, and um, he taught me three years of electronics, and I was standing around a group of teachers telling them about a teacher that really impacted my life back in the, in the 80s. Right. And I look over, and this guy's got tears in his eyes. He's got, he's got a beard, and it's that guy. He goes, I'm that teacher you're just telling everybody about. Oh, I didn't recognize gosh. him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we're working with the CT um, teachers, uh, you know, directors in Louisa County, Goosen County, and Rico County to have a Virginia statewide CTE signing day. So, you know, a lot of times we celebrate kids that go to, you know, Alabama to play football or UVA to play football, mm-hmm. but we don't celebrate someone who got a job. So what these amazing folks are doing um, is they are reaching out and doing a public-private partnership with local businesses, right. and they're helping people, helping high school kids intern with auto repair shops oh. air conditioning shops so they graduate and they get a hat and a shirt and some merchandise for the company and they have a contract they sign and they go get a job right out of high school so we, we're going to push that and promote that and i think yeah i just i think it's just a great idea i'm excited about it 
Well, you know, John, you, you're mentioning uh, technical education, and you're right. Not everybody needs to go to college. Not everybody should go to college. And by God, we got to stop uh, demeaning and insulting anybody who says, well, I'd like to fix things or I'd like to build things because uh, unless I've missed it, uh, we need a hell of a lot of people who know how to fix things and build things, and I'm eternally grateful to them. And let's not kid ourselves. An A-Tech in the automotive industry, in an auto repair shop, if you're an A-Tech, John, you have a salary well into the six figures. This this is real money, but you got to know what you're doing. That's right. And, you know, it's so amazing that these folks uh, care so much about our kids is they're really preparing them for life. Yeah. You know, if you graduate high school or college, you go three or four years, can't find a job, and somebody somewhere failed. Now, obviously, the child has to put out and be accountable, yes. but we need to have a system that gives them a chance for success. I wanted to say something else. Uh, since 2019, homeschooling in Virginia has increased by 40 percent. And I saw a mother at a school board meeting. I saw a video of this in Chesterfield County where she pulled out 11 Xerox copies of books on transgender. Oh. And, you know, you know, it's such a time, I mean, it's just crazy, really. And, and we could just go on about that. But the thing is, kids need to read. These homeschool kids are reading at a very high level. Yep. And I think this idea of, you know, encouraging or requiring kids to read during the summer might be a key to getting them caught up. Um, I know one particular student that went from homeschool all the way to 11th grade and uh, decided to go to uh, Goochland High School for her senior year. And she took a test, and she was higher than just about anybody in the entire school. Maybe wow. there's something to spending time with your kid. Yeah. Maybe there's something to putting a lot of time in reading. And maybe there's something to not spending a whole lot of time uh, indoctrinating your kid on these uh, divisive ideologies. Now, that's one of the things that Governor Youngkin said over and over in the campaign. He said children should be taught how to think, not what to think. That's right. And politics and divisive ideologies have no place in the classroom. And I think that's a good message leading into the midterms. Sure and I think is. that's a good message to help us maintain a majority in the House of Delegates and, and get a Republican majority in the state Senate next year. So I'm going to stay on that message and walk the walk and talk the talk. Well, I, I know you've been out there. I, I, I follow uh, everything on your uh, your feeds, your various social media feeds, and I want to give you a chance to let everybody know about this huge endorsement you got the other day. I saw it, and I thought, well, there you go. Everything that I thought about John McGuire has now been confirmed. Uh, you got a big seal of approval from somebody named Matt Schlapp and his organization. Tell everybody about that, would you? Oh, and, you know, it's very humbling. You know, uh, the American Conservative Union is the authority on conservatism in the United States. Uh, they basically they basically score U.S. senators, congressmen, uh, state delegates, state senators on how conservative they are. And, uh, you know, I've learned a lot and I'm a lot better now, but I've received one of the highest awards for conservatism every year since I've been in the House of Delegates. Yep. And that's why I'm running to be state senator, because they, I want to un-California Virginia and continue to fight for you. But Reed Disserton drew me, my district, into five pieces. <laughs> but when God shuts one door, he opens another. Yep. And so uh, I got a phone call from, uh, from the American Conservative Union, uh, Union with Matt Schlapp, and they've endorsed me at, for state senate district 10 in 2023 and that's a huge thing and uh i've been to a lot of the cpac rallies and i you know i didn't i didn't know they would endorse somebody for states and i know i didn't know they did that but 
I think they know who I am. They know that if you vote for me, if you elect me to be your state senator, you don't have to guess is John a conservative. I've got a five-year solid track record. So I don't know. It's just it's unbelievable. It's exciting. And it's already opened the doors to many other endorsements that I can't wait to announce very soon. Well, just just remember the uh, that radio guy who was first. That's all I'm asking, John. I'm not looking uh, for anything, but don't forget you are, me. You are first. You are first. I put that first sign in your yard. And I'll tell you something really crazy. I don't want to give too much insider baseball, but it's kind of funny. Um, and I might be, like, telegraphing a little bit. But I was at a charity event where we raised money for first responders, law enforcement, and veterans. And uh, some of the guys around me were joking around calling me state senator. And I said, look, i got a hard race. It's going to be a real tough race coming up. So we're not there yet. And they said, well, what do you think would help? And I said, well, I don't know. If I knew somebody who knew President Trump, that might be helpful. <laughs> and this guy just dials Trump up on the phone. I'm having a conversation right there. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Isn't that crazy? I so it. I don't know. I, I, I just think that Trump's policies uh, saved lives. Yeah. Think about it. Under President Trump, whether you like his tweets or not, we had record unemployment for minorities, especially black people and women. And when you have low unemployment, you have less people living on the streets. And when you have less people living on the streets, you have less people dying on the streets. Now, fast forward to where we are today, unemployment's ridiculous. Uh, People on the streets is higher. People are dying on the streets. The city of Richmond is down 220 officers, and they're seeing crime in the suburbs of Henrico County they've never seen before. Right. So and so we're less safe at the local, state, and federal level with these botched radical policies. So I don't know. I think that we're going to make a statement on November 8th. We're going to get Bob Good, Yesley Vega, and the rest of our congressional delegation over the finish line. I'm praying we keep or we get the U.S. Senate. Yep. And then I'll, my campaign, I'm, I am campaigning, but I'm really helping our congressional candidates. But November 9th, I'm going to be full speed ahead on being your state senator and getting ready for legislation in January. Well, listen, I'm excited about all of that. Do me a favor, John. I'm over time anyway, so I'm going to get yelled at. doesn't make any difference. Give everybody your website, uh, particularly since this new 10th State Senate District is is brand new. I mean, you know, we we are going to be your constituents, but uh, at the moment we're Siobhan Donovan's constituents. And so it, it's, it's just a new district, and it, it, it's pretty sizable. No, it's exciting. It's uh, Western Hanover County. It's uh, Louisa, Goochland, Powhatan, Amelia, Savannah, Cumberland, Buckingham, Appomattox, and Prince Edward. And you can learn more and contact me on my website. It's mcguire4virginia.com. That's M-C-G-U-I-R-E-F-O-R, Virginia spelled out, dot com. All right, John, I always appreciate you being here, my friend. We'll talk soon. That is State Delegate John McGuire. I think some great insight come January as the uh, the state legislature reconvenes, right? The House of Delegates, the State Senate, we'll have to figure out what they're going to do with education. And and I make no apologies for telling you that I just, I think the world of uh, John McGuire, there, there's some folks out there serving uh, who deserve to be where they are, deserve to be elected and reelected. And uh, I just think John McGuire happens to be one of those. And that's why I have been on board since day one. Good, good guy. Former Governor Doug Wilder is going to be here at 435. You don't want to miss that. It is 347. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.